Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. that i was feeling you um <laughs> what's up y'all how you doing good yeah yeah man. yeah all the munchies are here except for sam dude where is sam is i don't busy? know where is sam sam's Maybe. like sam's like where's waldo you can, you never know weights. where he's at yeah lifting weights it's probably at playing Martha, patriotic songs martha's vineyard picketing right now oh boy <laughs> yo chris what what happened? You, we haven't asked you about the border oh, in about yes. two months, and all and Damn. all hell yeah. breaks loose, bro. Let's talk about it. Y'all didn't catch up with hell me. Hell breaks loose. Tell them. So, uh, Prince of the Border. Yes, talk to me. <laughs> tell, tell us about what's been going on at the border. At the border, uh, obviously nothing. Everything's going on in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's going around all across the U.S. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you hear the other part of it? It was the other part. The governor of Texas sent some yeah. more migrants to DC. Kamala Harris's house. Oh, really? To her front door. It just, I don't understand any of that. Why are you just playing games with people? Like, what are you doing? Well, mm. it's, is it, who's, who started playing the games? I have no idea. The thing, cause I'm, I, Sam sent me a video yesterday. <laughs> that oh was boy. a joke. <laughs> Okay. And I didn't get the joke because I didn't know what was going on. Uh-huh. So then I started reading, and so and I'm still confused. So they said they sent migrant Venezuelans seeking asylum from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. Is that right? Nah, no. I think these or came went Florida. from Florida. Yeah. yeah. So well, what's, that was my that was so my what's confusion. Going on, so what's going on is like, obviously, you know, political aside, the Democrats tend to be more about not necessarily open borders, but they're not very strict on border control. So these, these it, it, like states like, um, uh, you know, states that aren't on the border, like states like Texas, um, Florida, are getting much more uh, influx of these immigrants that are coming in not the proper ways. Uh-huh. Um, so they kind of got frustrated because it, it's like a, between the federal government, which is now you know in control by the Democrats, who got frustrated? These, the, so the governor of Texas and the governor of Florida. Let's put it to you in this like granular way. I just want to add on top of what you're sure. saying. So the federal government is like, hey, if it, we take care of the meek, the mild, if they're coming here seeking asylum, blah blah blah, we take them in and we help them and we support them. The governors of these local states, mayors, and all these people are saying, hey, look. All these border towns here are financially suffering already. So if you keep telling us to just take in uh, people who are coming into the country and there is no like plan to spread them out evenly, you just want us to take care of them and utilize our money for health care, for homing, for anything that they might need that could potentially just bankrupt that area. 
mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So the but the federal government is not arming the local counties with any resources to help them take care of the of these people. Okay. So and, and there is a proper way to come in. Like there's certain ports that you have to come into. Okay. If you're looking to claim asylum, there's a process, right? Because it could be very dangerous just anybody being able to come over. You don't know what they're here for. Like obviously drug trafficking. There's a lot of drug trafficking. There's a lot of um, what's it with the child? What's well, human trafficking? Human trafficking, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of negativity that's coming in as well. And so there's a not only with the resources, there's mm-hmm. a safety factor there mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well that that is being ignored because it's easy to ignore it when you're thousands of miles away, mm-hmm. just saying no. But we're just trying to be good people. So, anyways, so what these governors are doing is fine. The, the governor of Texas, governor of Florida, are like what we're gonna do is we're gonna take these people, put them in buses, and send them to these governors that are are constantly attacking us for the way that we're uh, we're um talking about uh, migration or uh immigration yeah and so they sent them to dc so essentially there's specific states that are um they're um, called uh sanctuary sanctuary states correct so if they come to these states they've the government has informed law enforcement cities not necessarily states there's states too Full states? Yeah, full oh, states. Okay. But but there's like sanctuary cities and there's sanctuary states where the governor is like, hey, man, we just keep hands off. Right. And so those governors who are saying, you're saying that because you don't have to deal with it. So here you go. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So most recently, Florida, uh, Governor DeSantis, and it's purely political, but it also is like shows kind of what what the reality is, is like sent, I think it's 50 um, uh, migrants in a bus to Martha's Vineyard, mm-hmm. and, where Obama lives. Okay. One of his and homes. basically, obviously, if you don't know about Martha's Vineyard, it's extremely affluent, a lot of money, very one Posh. ethnicity <laughs> there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the they they welcomed them, put them in a bus, and sent them away. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of what they're trying. I guess what the right. Are the the right DeSantis Abbott these governors are trying to show is like the hypocrisy. You're okay with it as long as it's not in your area, but if it's in your city, so I ask again, of, why are we just playing with people at this point? Why are you doing it as a political stunt? As because a, the problem is that uh, what what they're saying is these Democrats aren't giving them the ability to just say you can't come in. Okay, because they're saying no, you have to let them in go through the so right now with my with immigration if they come in illegally you take their passport you give them a paper you process them and then you let them go and then they're supposed to come back for a court date right that's how it's that's how the process is right now what are the chances they're coming back from the court date very very slim so then now they're assimilated into society and and it's it affects a lot of things there's a trickle effect as far as that right so they're so what these states are is they're handcuffed, like Kelby was saying, to be able to control it the way that they want to control it because it's like the federal government's choice, right? So this is like the way. Hold on. I have a question. Ask what, do you, what do you mean playing with people? Like, what does that Why mean? Why are you just randomly sending migrants seeking asylum to Martha's Vineyard? Like, I don't understand. Why are you... How is that playing and why with are, Well, because you just said DeSantis and what's-his-face was like here... See what you do with it. And it's like you're just sending people random places. I don't think that's random. How is it random? 
why Martha's Vineyard? Because the people who are passing down the laws of what you're supposed to do are not affected by it. So they're, they're staying on top of the mountaintop right there. And they're saying, Hey, you peons handle the stuff we don't want to deal with. And we'll just be up here completely unaffected by it. Mm. So but, but casting judgment, but casting judgment, but also they don't have to put out any of their own resources. Like a lot of these cities have, homeless problems right. they don't have the resources to really take care of these people right. especially like the border towns or if you're in certain parts of florida that just don't have the money to take in there's over over 1.5 million people that came in in an 18 month period so how are they supposed to take care of their own people and their local problems and bring in new people and take care of them it's just not fair to just sit there and say, great, the people up there are saying, telling us what we're supposed to do, but this is literally destroying us. So it's not really random to say, well, since you guys are the ones who are saying what we have to do, well, you do it. And then as soon as they arrive there, they call it a humanitarian problem mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So it's sure. not really random. Not really, but sure. I'll give it to you. What What's the we confusing part? Have, I mean, it's not confusing, but I just... Is you're just this is just petty shit now. It's just it's not really petty because imagine if I I don't understand how it's petty. Well, I just don't understand. I, anyway, no, no, no. T- tell tell me. Here no, I, no, no. I I, I'm it. not disagreeing with you. I just kind of want to understand because it, there is a two sides to it, and I I get it from one angle, but I I do want to get it from the other angle. I just it just needs to be explained to me. Do you feel like they should just? It should only be a Texas and Florida problem. No, but I don't get this sending the migrants to Martha's Vineyard uh-huh. and then saying, ha ha, we got you. Ha 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 ha. You said it. You said it couldn't be done. You said, you know, it was a harder problem or you said it was an easier problem, but ha ha, it's hard, huh? Ha 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 ha. And then then what? What comes out of it? Nothing. So so no, but the, the point is to show the hypocrisy in the fact that that's what if I'm it's, saying. He's just pointing fingers and saying, Hi, remember you said and now you're wrong? Okay, now what happens to the migrants? No, I don't I don't think that Venezuelans? that's the point. I don't think that's the point. I, I don't think the hip showing the hypocrisy is really the point either. I mean I think it's sort of the point, but I think ultimately there is a huge gap between the plutocrats and the average people okay and every small town has their needs right so as i was reading online there are people who are saying oh you have the money to ship people mm-hmm. to these other places but you don't want to handle this in your local town that in your local town all these issues right but if the local towns i mean just think about it on average most most states are being supported by other states financially right, right, right. right? so so many cities and counties and states are already in the negative. Mm -hmm. So to say, um, like, like ultimately, Hey, you're, you're putting a problem on top of us where the people are already complaining. Mm -hmm. And then you're giving us an additional issue that is impossible to solve. And you're handcuffing us, our ability to solve it, too. It's not just that it's impossible to solve. You're saying we can't be as strict as we want to be. Right. And then the the people who are telling you what you're supposed to do don't give you any resources to help. Now you have this enormous problem instead of the smaller issues that you can kind of tackle on a day to day basis. The people who are telling you what is morally correct 
don't ever have to deal with it and they don't support you. So it's almost like saying if like I tell you, you have to let all these people come live in your house. And then I go to my house where I have a huge cage in front of my house and a huge wall. And I say, no, I I'm not allowing that to happen to me, but that's okay for you. Mm. And, and you also off of your income have to support all those people. You have to buy them all the food that they need, all the clothes that they need, all the healthcare that they need. And, and, and deal with don't maybe ever some of the send problems them that come with yeah, it. Like not. don't ever send them my way, but like, that's the right thing to do. Mm. Does that make more sense? Does sure. that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just, I'm thinking it from the migrants point of view. I think the issue Which with is probably where we're not connecting. Well, the it. thing about it is then you have to decide, do you feel like, um, people should be able to come here without the right process or should we just allow everybody in? And that's, I think the crux of the debate, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that don't have to deal with the actual problems that are people coming in illegally are the ones that are saying, yeah, let everybody in. And this was, the, I think, more of the point of this is like, well, do you still feel the same way if the problem is on your doorstep? Because the the people that are like, no, we shouldn't allow people to come in here without going through the right process. These are the people that are dealing with the problem at the border. They're the ones that actually have the issues on their doorstep and saying, we don't want these people here because of all of the stress on on the on their economy and stuff like that. Plus all of the crime and stuff that comes with it as well. And that's like something that's tough to talk about and, and stuff, right? Like that's the whole uh, Trump saying they're not sending us, which is, I don't think it's that extreme. Like there's good people that are coming that just want a better life. But mm-hmm. along with that are human traffickers, along with that are drug dealers, along with that are, you know, murderers that are crossing the border coming here for, you know, things. And there's story after story after story of illegal immigrants that are that are, you know, causing crime here as well that wouldn't be here if you know there was a stricter border policy as far as who could come in and who can't come in is it possible for it to be for us to be warm and welcoming and also vet people and also not not put these small towns that don't have a million resources as the bigger cities in precarious positions i think the one thing is people don't actually understand the immigration process it does need to be reformed because it is a very convoluted system like it's a lot of paperwork it takes a lot of time and it's gonna take money yeah it Mm -hmm. takes money and all this kind of stuff for me i have a different outlook on it being indian because i've had cousins and family members that couldn't come here because the the they had to be on hold because of this huge illegal immigration process, right? Mm -hmm. So them doing the right thing puts them, the line gets longer and longer and longer because it's like people are just cutting the line. Just think of it at a movie theater or like a concert, first come, first serve, right? And you're waiting in line the proper way. And then all of a sudden, all these people are coming in and just storming it. And and then you end up not even being able to get the good seats at the concert. That's kind of what the process is, but people don't want to see it that way because they're only thinking about it from one direction for me being a uh, first generation my parents came here uh, as immigrants i have cousins and family members i had family members that couldn't come here because we, they didn't they didn't want to come here illegally so they were just waiting for the visa which took years and years and years grandparents that took forever for them to be able to get the visa to come here to visit their grandkids because of this process that 
not only and and it does need to be reformed it does need to be fixed but the first problem is you got to stop the faucet of just people coming here illegally because unless you can unless you can stop that you can't fix what needs to be fixed in the in the proper process because there's too many people here let me ask this question so somebody made a point that um people who are coming here from seeking asylum pass over an average of 12 countries to get here right do you think that uh that says anything that statement alone because their their whole idea is if your house is on fire and then there's a hotel a, you know two blocks down that's willing to house you but you say no thank you i want to go to the hotel that's i don't know three states away more posh you know d- does that does that say anything that's kind of a blanket statement though cuz every case is different like i have a cousin who sought sought asylum mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. from nicaragua mm-hmm. and sure he could have gone to any of the states in between mm-hmm. or the countries in between mm-hmm. but we have but family his family's here. here we have all mm-hmm. our family here mm-hmm. like everybody's here and mm-hmm. when he came and sought asylum something was wrong with the process and he sat in an ice facility mm-hmm. in uh, I remember that like happening victorville or wherever yeah. past victorville or wherever mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. sat there for months is he out yeah, he's here. He's oh, he's here? Finally, he's been going to court dates and all that stuff. Okay. So he's, I think, fully processed now, but I don't know. So everything's okay? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's such a complex uh, thing to talk about, but it hurts when you're removed from it. You know what I mean? Like, if it doesn't affect you, you're like, yeah, everything is great. You know, bring everybody in. But at the same time, it, it it's a, a nuanced conversation because... You know, just I always bring it back to your own house. You know, do you do you let any and everybody in your own house? Mm -hmm. Do you lock your doors at night? You know what I'm saying? And it's like everybody does. Right. right? And sure, there might be somebody who needs salt and sugar or whatever. But then there's other people who want to do harm to you. So, like, how do we how do we vet this process to make sure that everybody who is here at home is safe? And we're also bringing people in who are looking to be a part of this community who are looking to be, you know, helpful, happy American people, you know? Um, So I think back to the original conversation, I I don't personally think it's playing with people's lives because I don't see them doing it in an inhumane way. I don't think that they're putting them in like kids in cages. Yeah. 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 Like the cages or anything like Mm -hmm. that. I just think, they're putting yeah, them because the people at Martha's Vineyard took care of them, right? They no, no, they the put them on a bus. <laughs> no, they sent them to a military What are you talking about? Facility. There was a bunch of posts and stuff and everything about them giving them beds and all this stuff. Nah, they put them on a bus and sent them to a military facility. Ah, okay. They call them a they call a humanitarian crisis because uh, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's going out where they were saying like no trespassing and stuff like that. So maybe they could have been taken care of, but the average is that they did not want them there. I saw them giving hugs, putting them on buses, and sending them to a military facility. Mm, I don't know. Anyway. Well, uh, it didn't come up in the uh, border board meeting. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's rough. Um, I mean, just to, just to like kind of crystallize the point, for me, it, there is a humanitarian, because obviously they're people, they're humans, so you want them to be safe. But the other side of it, like an economic side, is that if you have a country that gives that has a welfare component to it, where we, you know, you can if you go to a hospital can't afford it, you're going to be uh, 
taken care of. If you, you know, um, we have like a welfare uh, system where you could get food and all this kind of stuff for free, free schools, all these type of things, right? So there's a lot of things that are free. Um, and then you have an unregulated amount of people being able to come in. You can't sustain that society forever. Because at the end of the day, the resources are going to be taken from something else. So I think that's like the point. One of the biggest communities that are really strict on immigration is actually the black community. Because a lot of the resources that people that the black community feel could be sent towards them are being sent towards like illegal immigration. And that's like a big um, sticking point there as well. So it's like, it's just... When there's finite resources, you unfortunately one of the uh, difficult things is not everybody can, you can't take care of everybody because the resources are finite. Mm. Only in a society where you have infinite resources can you you know be able. To, but there's no such thing as infinite resources. What what do we do? In your opinion, I think one first we gotta stop all of the border crossings, like whatever way that takes, whether it's a wall, whether it's more agents at the border or whatever are like talking to these governments and saying like, look, you can't keep allowing these people to just cross or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing, because until you stop the faucet, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. You can't fix the container if there's water still coming in. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to like stop the, the water from coming in. Then you have to have like a multi-pronged approach on how to make it easier to go through the immigration process at the U.S. Like not necessarily easier in the sense that, lack make the rules lax but make it less confusing and less complicated like don't bury people in paperwork like um and have like a step-by-step -step what needs to be what they need to be able to come here legally right mm -hmm. and uh i think that's like the, the start when, when and i think chris is right as far as playing politics i think it's being on both sides though i think the democrats are playing politics in one way the the republicans are playing politics in another way at the end of the day are either side genuinely care about the people i would say no i don't think politicians care about people at all i think they care about power mm -hmm. um but us as humans that's where i see it as it's like at a certain point you gotta say no right and and you know, I just think that, you know, I, I just think that certain people come from, obviously, your, uh, was it a cousin you said mm -hmm. that came from Nicaragua? Clearly, that puts you in a different perspective as me, who've had cousins that couldn't come in because in, you can't just cr walk across the border from India. You have to take a plane and all this kind right, of stuff. Right, so it's right, not as yeah. easy to come here mm -hmm. illegally. So it's harder for my cousins to get in because, you know, people are just walking across the border. So I get where your perspective is and you're like, dude yeah, my cousin's a good dude. He should be able to come here because he's, you know, it's... it's Family, it, yeah. Yeah, it's family. Mm -hmm. And what he's dealing with in Nicaragua is crazy. Like, it sucks, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. and, but same thing, you know, my cousins want to have a better lifestyle and want to be able to get out of poverty and make money here to make their family's lifestyle better back home and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a tough situation all around. Like, ideally, we would, you know, we would love to have countries take accountability for their own and just maybe instead of fighting the principles of the u.s since everybody loves coming to the u.s maybe why don't you maybe adopt some of the stuff that the u.s does that causes mm. this country to be the way that it is right so mm. Mm. 
I want to say that the whole on the humanitarian side, I really did not like um, when they they treat people like they're not people. Uh, you know, when they put them in the cages and all that stuff. And I do understand, like, nobody come to my head. I did understand what the cages were and with the um, human trafficking aspect. I, I get it. But at the same time, too, like, you know, it, it's just not right. Um, I did see some of the cages. There were some that are just like it's big door. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's just not right to treat people that way. I do understand, once again, that there are dangerous people who, and I've seen it live. I worked in a hospital for a period of time and there were um, children who came in and they were kidnapped from other countries and left on the side of the road. Um, once they were able to come in, I get it. Um, but I, I, I do think that if these governors are sending these people to other places in a way that harms them, um, that is not something that's to be supported. But I do think that when they are coming over here, they're coming in like it's a treacherous, like treacherous journey. Right. Like not everybody makes it. Yeah, exactly. Not everybody makes it. So like uh, if they're flying them to these places, I do hope that those governments, those local governments are putting them in places that are safe. Yeah, safe or decent or whatever and everybody can eat and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but at the same time i do think sunil has a point when it comes to just saying like we don't have an infinite amount of ability to help everybody in the world mm-hmm. so there has to be some sort of process that makes sense for us to be able to be the country that helps people but we also have to be the country that helps our own people right so we can't be at the expense of americans but that's just a theory right because at the end of the day we're sending billions of dollars to ukraine <laughs> where yeah. we have homeless problem here in la right? oh, man i don't i don't think i have a single friend who's like yay <laughs> <laughs> we're sending them money <laughs> i don't think i have any friends who are in favor of that you know what's wild is like I but i, I kind of get it too I, like the um whole reparations conversation and we don't need to get into it mm. but the more you see like the government just printing money during COVID, like mm-hmm. just giving checks to everybody. And now they have ability to send billions of dollars to Ukraine for war or whatever it is. Mm-mm-mm. I'm like, yeah, give them the rep. Like if you could just print money, like why is it, why is it even a debate? Like just give the reparations and let's, let's see what happens. Cause at the end of the day, what's money anymore? I don't know what money is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sending the money to Ukraine. Do you think? Okay, so this is what somebody told me. They were saying that United States doesn't want to personally get involved in the war because it can start a larger war. But they are sending the money to Ukraine so that they can defeat Russia and avoid World War Three. Do you think that that is the correct? No. Okay, tell me your. I think at the end of the day, we got to be real about who we are as a country. Okay. And when's the last war that we went into that, like, turned out okay? Or last any type of... What is okay? Just went as planned. (laughs) How did Afghanistan turn out? How did Iraq turn out? Mm -hmm. All we do is go over here and try to be the police state for the whole world. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I personally think we leave place was worse. And at the end of the day, our society is degrading slowly, day after day. Like resources could be utilized here mm-hmm. to be able to take care of the problems here, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
like healthcare, like schools, like, you know, we talk about, you know, Chris talks about how, you know, unfunded schools are. Well, how do we have all this money to underfunded, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that if we're sending money to all of these places at the end of the day, we have to have countries take accountability for themselves because once again, it's the same thought process. We don't have infinite resources. Mm. No matter how much you want to print all this money and all that kind of stuff, like it's going, there's going to be a long-term effect to that. We're starting to see some of the effect with inflation and things like mm-hmm. that because that is a part of why inflation is the way that it is. But for me, I just, you know, man, we should have listened to Ron Paul when he was around where he was out there in politics because he was telling us, look, we continue to get into all of these wars and try to police that it's going to affect us as a society. And we're starting to see that. My question for you is if we are the people who are, who taken the meek, the mild, and we help them, what is the problem with supporting an ally in a war? Well, you have to, I think the problem the problem is, is... Well, actually, I think it's probably a better question for you. Sure. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a better question for you because of what we just spoke about with the um, immigrants. And if we're seeing it, let's just, like, put the shoe on the other foot here. If I'm taking it from Ukraine's perspective, and I say, well, the United States is our ally, and they said that they'll help us in any, you know, in any way. And Russia is over here, like, destroying our communities. Um, shouldn't they help them? Shouldn't America help the Ukraines? If, if we're saying what we just spoke about with the immigrants? Has that been the process before? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, like, United States allies. Right. And, you know, you know how all the countries put their money into the U.N. and... Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah, right. and United States has to take. Uh, they have to like pay for other countries sometimes because they don't have the the um, the money. So sometimes they pay like percentages of other countries. So there's like financial backing from the United States for other countries for a very long time. So if we are supposedly on the same team, shouldn't we just give them money? I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of a loaded question because it's not. Maybe money's not the answer. Maybe it's a different resource. Maybe it's people. Maybe I don't know. It's because I mean the money is going to help them in the war, right? Allegedly. You know, right. yeah. Well, yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's I think the bigger problem is like one, people that are allies today can become our enemies tomorrow, right? So that's the thing. It's like a like international politics is very tricky, right? One, we don't know who's getting the money. We just are sending it there, right? And hoping that it for the right things too. Like, I think the average person in America doesn't understand what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. We're just told Ukraine is our ally and they're the ones that are right and Russia is wrong. But when you really look into it, you're like, hmm, well, if I was Russia, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Why? So... If all of a sudden, so who would you say is our enemy? As a, from the U.S., who is our international enemy? I would say our frenemy is China. Okay, so let's say China all of a sudden starts putting uh, military, uh, military like bases, weapons, and things like that on the Mexican border. 
Mm-hmm. Are, you, are Do you think us as Americans are going to do something about that? They're in Mexico or are they in Texas? They're in Mexico. Um, us as Americans, knowing mm-hmm. that China is all of a sudden putting strategic stuff across us in Mexico and let's say Canada. Oh. Are we going to do something about that? Should we, um, as Americans, do you, would you want our government to do something about that? I suppose so. So that's what's happening with Russia. NATO, they were told, they told NATO, we don't want anything getting pushed up across, like close to the border. And NATO decided not to listen to that. And, you know. Who, who told that to NATO? Russia. Okay. So that was the whole thing is like, we'll back off, but we don't want, we don't want. Uh, military stuff close to our border. So NATO's whole thing is like alliance against Russia. So they wanted certain countries that bordered Russia. Russia said, we don't want these countries part of NATO because they're on our border. Mm-hmm. And so when NATO ignored that and allowed these countries to get into NATO, now Russia is like, okay, well, now you're making Mexico our enemy. You're making Canada our enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what's happening. So we're basically telling Russia, you can't do something that we would do. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's something that the average American isn't paying attention to. Also, if you look at what Ukraine stands for, (laughs) as far as who's fighting in Ukraine and all this kind of stuff, there's some people there that probably would be canceled if they were in America. And those are the people that we're supporting. Why? They're Nazi supporters. They're very much racists and hate like minorities and all that kind of stuff. You probably can find that here too. Sure. <laughs> sure. But what if America was funding the KKK, how would you feel about that? Weren't they? I don't know. I'm saying right now in 2022, if they're sending billions of dollars to the KKK, how would you feel about that? Well, that's not a fun day. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the that's the stuff that you have to look into. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying is I think one thing that I've gotten more and more entrenched in, and you could call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever it is, whatever the media is telling me, I don't necessarily just believe flat out mm. because of what's happened over the past however many years about the media. Time. So if the media, if everybody in the media is like, Ukraine's good, Russia's bad. I'm like, hmm. Mm. Well, the last time everybody was telling me something's good and something's bad, then it turned out to be exactly that way, right? So it's mm. like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we just got, as a society, have to do a lot more research. Ooh. All right. <laughs> everybody took a shower? I sure did. Great. The Little Mermaid. We going into that right now. I don't believe there's that much hate against her. I don't think so, no. There shouldn't be. I think there's a lot of praise. I think there's a lot of praise. She's, but I, I think the... I, y'all gonna hurt. Y'all gonna be mad about this. Okay. But I think that we hate her campaign is a marketing tactic. You think it's Cointel, bro? I think it's we going to watch this seven times because y'all hated it. Have I seen some people say she shouldn't be black? Couple. 
But have I seen more people say we love it? Mm-hmm. Yes. She sounds amazing. I will say the mix on the trailer was a little weird. I, 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 I <laughs> the sound was odd. The sound oh. hit me, hit my ear odd. She didn't do it bad. I just think that the All mix sound was weird. Hits your ears odd. Yeah, it hit my ear odd. Yes. But <laughs> I, are y'all gonna watch it? Yeah, probably. Well, so you got to look at the, the live, <laughs> live action Disney movie. You're going to say that with your whole chest. <laughs> well, you gotta think of all the live action Disney movies they put out. How many of those have you seen? I've seen probably. Because I'll be flat honest with you. I haven't seen a single one of them. Really? I think I've seen all of them. I have I too. saw Lion King. I saw Aladdin. I saw Aladdin. You watch uh, the ones that were on Disney Plus too. Like I saw um, Mulan. Lady, Lady and the Tramp. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one happened. I didn't know that happened. Did you watch uh, was the one that just came out? Uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio didn't come yet. out yet. Yeah. It did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I will see that one. Yeah, I haven't seen a single one of them. So I will watch a Pinocchio one. Though. Yeah, that I'll watch. Oh, I love. I, I love the live action ones. I've only liked the Aladdin one and I, Mulan. I liked Lion King was fire. I, I love Lion I King know. live action. The live action Lion King to me wasn't that hot, but. Okay. I liked it. Okay. I mean, listen. I liked Mulan. Mulan was cool. Mulan was all right. I, mm. I didn't watch Mulan, so I don't know. But are you going to watch this because of the backlash? <laughs> sure. Chris. Because there's, <laughs> there's black people in it. <laughs> what do you... There was black people in like it. Hold on. What are you talking about? Chris. The whole cast. Okay. No, we didn't see them. But they were oh, animals. Oh, that's right. Okay. okay. That's right. This young Logically, woman. that doesn't... Yes. Chloe's sister... Has riffed and ran through the trailer, yes. and you're not yelling to go see it, Chris. Well, it's gonna come out on. Is it the theaters? It gotta be with this much. Yeah, it's not. not it's already in theaters right? right now, right? No, no, no. We no, only no, saw. No, we no, didn't no. even see the trailer. We saw the teaser. Yeah. What's we've only been teased. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, got that's you. the teaser. We saw Finn, a face, and some dreads. The yeah. voice sounded amazing to me, though. Wish I could be. Go ahead. Part of your world. You ain't even hit the run. I can't. Wish I could be. Clearly, oh, neither can you. <laughs> you I'm don't need that applause. I'm fire with it. I'm fire with it. Come on now. I control in my hand. It's Omarion up in here. Okay. Omarion versus Mario. Omarion. Give me some watermelon. Yes. Chris, you better. I'm gonna take I'm you to go, go watch yeah, it. I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it with you. Now, am I excited for this movie? No. <laughs> See? See? There you go. I rest my case. The defense rests. I ain't gonna lie. The movie, the teaser, I watched it and I was like, eh. but it's but it's, it it's not because she's black. No, it's just because it's verbatim the cartoon, right? Isn't that I don't, the same with the other ones? Wait, that so that's not 100 percent true. Okay. So the Lion King was kind of a cut for cut remake, right. I think. But Aladdin was not. Okay. Um, Aladdin was pretty good to yeah. me. It was all right. Will Smith was pretty good. Um, Mulan is not. They didn't have the dragon. Okay. Uh, and like the like character animal. Yeah, they didn't ones. have any of that Got stuff. Um, did I see any other ones? I don't think so. No. Um, but it's not. It's probably not a cut for cut remake. They'll make some changes. Yeah. Like- yeah. Like. Maybe the crab isn't from Jamaica this time. Perhaps he's Trinidadian. Or maybe, or maybe yeah. he's more <laughs> likely to be Jamaican. Maybe it's popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's Drake. 
Maybe it's uh, yeah, was, yeah, maybe from the six. Was Hanks's kid? What's uh, his name? Who? Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, uh, Chet. Chet Hanks. <laughs> maybe it's yeah. Chet doing the voice. If they put Chetty Hanks in. <laughs> That would make the movie. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah. If they if she's just swimming along in Chet Hanks. <laughs> Wagwan. Nah, yo. Yo, get this guy out of here. Oh, the movie. I think Safari is. Yeah. Straight. No. Get him out of here. We prefer Nicki Minaj in the movie. Oh my gosh. That would be awful. Or awesome. But, but now that we've said it, if Chet Hanks is not in this movie, okay, I might have a problem. I will watch it if Chet's in the movie. Yeah, right. Chet, they put Chessie Hanks in Atlanta. You saw oh, that? No. And he was talking in his Jamaican accent. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, did he, he make it? He survived? Well, we ain't say nothing, did we? Uh-huh. Here, yeah, allies. Oh, okay. All right. My man, Chetty. All right, so. <laughs> you called him Chetty. I call, yeah, I call him Chetty Hanks. Uh, yeah, no, the movie looks trash. <laughs> no, no, I didn't no, say I gotta say trash. It looks just weird. I don't know what's the, I. Okay, I watched the teaser and I watched it with Brie, mm-hmm. and I was like, something about the mixing, like the audio of her singing. Where'd you watch it? Where'd you watch it? On my phone. Okay, all right. The sound of her say, singing was, was like no, no, no. It was like louder than what you mean. <laughs> you don't have the best audio setup in in the living room. It's all what you mean. <laughs> It's a good audio setup. I think setup. he's saying it verbatim without any. I don't understand. Stutters, I, don't, I don't understand what I that mean, means. That's just you don't understand English because he's using the right saying, words. I'm an immigrant. He's saying oh, that English is my third language. He's that's saying true, that your TV audio's trash. No, I nah. didn't say that. I said it was subpar. So, and it's better than the. It's worse than the no, phone. Right. Nah. Well, because iPhones fire. What are you going? All right, we're gonna stop right there. So I watched it on my phone and it sounded like it wasn't mixed and or it wasn't mastered. It just sounded like a little off. And I showed it to Didn't Brie. you see it on TikTok though? I know. I saw it on her Instagram. Oh. On Hadley's Instagram. What do you think about people thinking it's Hadley Berry? <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> people need to get checked. Because why would you? Why? <laughs> Halle Bailey. Yeah. Halle Bailey. People really do think they First put a little all, filter on Halle. People can't spell if that's the case. <laughs> Second of all, they don't have eyes. So right. I, don't, I don't understand what the issue is. Yeah. I kind of wish it was Halle Berry, though. <laughs> why would you want old ass Halle Berry not, to be? She don't look old. She got she abs. Don't, Hallie, yeah, she's yeah. still beautiful, she, yeah. but she ain't aerial. Like, What's young. the problem? Are we ageist here? Yes. I think Ariel's like. So what? You don't think Halle Bailey should be able to get the part? You think it should just go to um, legacy black women? New black women can't yeah, get the part. Yeah, yeah. Go matter of fact, okay, we need to start upholding our go. legends. There we need go. to start creating there an insurance packages for our legends. Okay, put Halle Berry in the next one and yes. call it the Middle Age Mermaid. There you go. What's the problem? Now what? <laughs> Coming from a dude who said he's not going to watch the movie. Yeah. No, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it with Chris. Uh, okay. yeah, we'll I'm going to watch it in theaters. I actually high-key when I watch the Pinocchio one. That I never saw anything about it, but the... Um, is it on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. I'm about to get right on homie's husband's account. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> else always has the password. <laughs> Thank you very much. You ever be rewinding the movie to where the person was watching it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that password. Oh, you was on this episode? Okay. Wow. Right, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I okay. just have my own accounts. So you're going to watch it? Yeah. 
Were you the one who? Let me not bring no negativity to this. Okay, so I hope to see another. I was gonna say I I wasn't sure if you thought she was the fire one or the sister. That's what that's what I was trying to think of. Of the of the of the Bailey's girls. So initially, I thought Hallie was better looking, but Chloe's glow up is phenomenal. Uh-huh. So I'm going. On, I'm Team Chloe now. I think Chloe's hot. Yeah, I think they're both really pretty. Yeah, they're I'm, both. Well, before gorgeous. I say that, how old are they? They're of age. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're hot. They're too young for me, but they're legal. Oh, okay. All right. So the other king that the other movie that's out that I uh, I don't know too much about. I've seen some discussion in the Eidos community, but luckily we have Sunil here <laughs> to explain all black things to me. <laughs> I actually uh the reason why is I actually just read about it today because Tell us what the movie is. So the movie is Woman King okay. with uh Our Queen Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. And so I was just seeing on Twitter um <clears throat> a lot of debate between, you know, the black community. You know, Jamel Hill was saying something. What was she saying? Um that went basically uh, black women are the easiest targets. Um, oh. And then Shamika Michaels, who um, is also a black woman. That's was a great name. Yeah. She uh, she was saying about Jamel Hill, always trying to play the victim card and all this kind of stuff. Because this is a debate amongst the black community. And so I was like, what is, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know if the movie's out quite yet. I no think idea. it came out. Uh, I think it's out. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie. Um but there's a a movement amongst the black community that seems to boycott, right? That's what you're talking about, like boycott mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's another group that's saying, how could you boycott something that you've never seen and all this kind of stuff? Well, I read about it. And one of the articles that I read was initially it wasn't supposed to be cast with Viola Davis. Initially, it was supposed to be cast with Lupita. Mm. So Lupita, right off off of, you know, everything with um, Black Panther, she was the person to be uh, Viola Davis's character. Mm. And she was really excited about this role because it was an empowering black female role, obviously, a woman king, black woman that um, ruled like the Amazons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So as part of research for the movie, she went back to that area to to like research a little bit more, get get ingratiated in the society, all that kind of stuff, to learn a little bit more behind that. As she was doing research, she started realizing the negatives about this role, mm-hmm. as far as what actually was going on. And I guess um, <clears throat> this uh, this queen or woman king, like the character of Viola Davis, uh, enslaved a lot of the African tribes around them and treated them very heinously and there's a section in that article where lupita was like she went actually to the throne and it's like skulls of some of the african slaves that were killed and all that kind of stuff and she talked to some a nigerian person whose uh lineage comes from some of the slaves that uh this the viola davis character enslaved and talked about how it it decimated their family and all that kind of stuff. So Lupita decided not to do that role because she said, I don't want to be a part of being able to, uh, you know, she feels glorify, glorify because the way that the story is told, it ignores all of that aspect. Mm -hmm. So she didn't feel comfortable playing a role that glorified without proper context. Mm -hmm. Um, now, 
I haven't fact checked if that's a real article or whatever it is, but it seemed legit from from what I was reading and they had quotes from Lupita, all that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of where the argument is coming from. I think that the reality of this role, um, there's obviously some problematic stuff that isn't being portrayed in it. So I think that's what the argument is. What's the uh, nationality of the person who wrote the movie? Good Chris, can you Google that for me? I just pulled up the movie too. It is currently. I know it's a black woman director. Make made nineteen mil so far, in like the first weekend. It's kind of surprising, but okay. Is that a good number? Or a bad number? Uh, it's more than I expected. <laughs> of the writer, mm-hmm. screenplay by Dana Stevens. This is not a good look. Yeah, it sounds a little uh, milky. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's white, white. That affects how I think about this movie. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I had a good feeling. Yeah, it does. Because um, slavery, the topic of slavery in the United States is often white, black. Yes or no? Right, absolutely. Yeah. And anytime somebody mentions that slaves were... Um, a part of other nations in the world, it's kind of just like in one year, not the other. And uh, I think that when you re- rewrite history, we have this tendency to um, to write as the victors as all at all times, right? Like United States is always the winner, you know. We and the white guy is always the winner, and I think. When that melts again, I haven't seen the movie, but I think when you have that like background of black culture, not really wanting to talk that much about slave slavery in other nations or how certain tribes were enslaving other tribes or maybe they were their own people. The writer probably whitened it in the end was just like, well, they don't care about it anyways, but the overall story is something that's black and great. And, you know, if people don't look into it, it'll work just fine. That's a problem. That's a problem. But how, how much do you put into a two hour movie? If the movie is this queen reigned, then the topic of the movie has to be this queen reigned. The, but if the topic of the movie is this queen enslaved her own people, then the, the movie has to be about, the queen enslaving her own people. It, it can't be both unless you make a six hour movie or unless you make it some TV show or something like that. Or like but, a documentary. Yeah. But that's not the format of the movie. Right. So it's for entertainment. Yeah. Not education. Yes. So I think we have to go back and find out what Dana Stevens was trying to do. Was she whitening up because she just thinks, well, the audience is not going to like that. So I just want to tell the story the way I see it. I'm just trying to make yeah. money. Or you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I I think maybe that that like the fact that people are arguing about this is a little bit of a surprise to me because it's na- natively a black and white issue. Right. So it, it goes back to this bigger point as far as glorifying anybody from the past, because like you said, the victors always end up telling tell, uh, writing the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
The problem is if you we're humans. Humans are problematic at their core. Mm. So anybody that you elevate to a certain status, the reality is if you look deeper, there's going to be some real problematic shit that you're probably not going to like about. And this is talking about anybody from history, right? Mm -hmm. And we we saw during the whole Black Lives Matter movement um, this summer or these past few summers ago when they started pulling down the monuments of like uh, George Washington and all, mm -hmm. you know, all these kind of things because they had slaves. Like the reality is anybody that you probably are admiring from back centuries ago and all that kind of stuff. If you look deep enough, there's going to be some problematic shit that you're going to get canceled for in 2022. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like, what are we trying to get across? Like you said, is it, um, do we have, can, is there a way of, um, exposing or putting, shedding light to maybe some of the great things that they did mm -hmm. without necessarily having to make them out to be, gods that mm -hmm. they're infallible like i think that's the problem is in hollywood and all this kind of stuff it's either they're like good or they're bad there's no just like somewhere in between exactly which, which is, is why i like selma i haven't seen Selma. okay they touch on the fact that martin luther king had some I mean, issues with women some side some side, some side pieces yeah. i mean he was hoodville at heart <laughs> just kidding yeah and i mean like you see that uh they actually did a jab at Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X too? Remember? I don't. I don't remember the movie too well. Uh, okay, no. they did a jab to him and so, but um, but yeah. So like, I think that's like the biggest thing is, uh, you know, the bloggers and all these the Twitterville and all this kind of stuff always wants it to be black or white, and the mm -hmm. reality is it's not. Mm -hmm. Can you um? appreciate the art can you appreciate the positives can you appreciate uh the good that somebody did um without ignoring the bad yeah and at a certain point do we have to can we still give people flowers for portions of their life or do we have to judge them as a whole and that's i guess mm -hmm. what you have to decide for yourself right yeah i mean if you're if your soul tells you this person is not to be celebrated at all then i don't then don't watch a movie mm -hmm. don't support it because then they won't make more of it right that's pretty much it that's why i was kind of surprised when you said 19 million because yeah. so i just read the first headline is they made 19 million on their first weekend that's a surprise it's a surprise because that genre of movie doesn't normally make money mm -hmm. um i looked up cyrano the other day remember um the uh P peter dinklage mm -hmm. was in cyrano and it got raving reviews everybody thought it was okay. amazing the budget was 30 million made like six million Oof. So, made so they in the whole 24 or made, made the, yeah the, the revenue no 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 the revenue for the movie was six million wow. so they lost like 24 million yeah. not even counting the mark marketing dollars wow. so it's like that period and that like genre of film doesn't normally make money so when I saw the trailer, I only saw it once. I, I don't really remember like too good. I thought but it was I, Black Panther. I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was like Black Panther-ish, but then like, oh, okay, they don't have powers. So I wasn't like really sure what right. it was. And then I just was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it. You know, just because like I don't know if that's gonna entertain me. Um But with this whole discussion that's come from it. I kind of want to watch it so that it, I, it gives me a reason to 
go do my own research right. and find out exactly what it is that people are talking about right. and all that stuff. Um, it does make me happy, though, that people are talking about the historical accuracy of these films, mainly because at the core of all people, like you said, no group of people is perfect and no group of people are without fault. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm glad that somebody cast the first stone because there is an occasionally a narrative that we are we have we the blacks have never oppressed anybody ever and we were just sitting in the grass one day and the white man came and stole us right but historically throughout the nation of the history of the world there has been slaves and there has been the act of slavery i mean if you ever look up why um slavic like the word slavic exists is because they were a nation of slaves white people mm -hmm. and the reason why the black people came to america is because they could withstand the heat right because the white slaves were just dying so indians it's like, have been slaves it's yeah not, so it's, it's like i'm glad that people are like let's just get into our bag of historical accuracy and not just be like ah just the white man you know what i'm saying yeah and you, I, don't, I don't know what the pure if it's the purest intentions i think people just want to I don't know Dana. Yeah, be contrarian <laughs> to be contrarian. It is interesting to be like, is it? How do you feel about a white person telling a black story? Like, is that? Yeah, that makes me sick. <laughs> I said about it. I will not stand. <laughs> Rewrite the movie. <laughs> do it again. Give the give the girl give a black the pen. Um, I don't know. The I woman, feel... the woman king by Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Perry's The Woman the King. Woman. Get it right. Hello. Get it right. Duh. Okay. The wigs in that movie be crazy. Dude, <laughs> the budget be the budget yeah. be six million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be like, yo, we about to go to the park, pick up some, yeah. pick up some stones. We got a couple of iPhones to fill this yes. movie. How you make Atlanta look like this? <laughs> yeah. So you gonna watch it? Sure. You? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see it. I think maybe like on TV. You think so? Yeah, because as far as the entertainment factor, like it just didn't seem like the type of movie I would. Oh, you meant in the theater? No, yeah. I'm waiting for it to oh. get on one of my streaming you? platforms. Either way. Either way. Um, I haven't really been going to theaters that often, to be honest. I've been going a lot. I saw Beast. Yeah, you said you did the three dollar AMC. Have you gone since then? Actually, I did. I watched. I paid full price for Beast. Ooh. Yeah. The um, I saw a uh, a. Uh, uh, the John Boyega movie. Oh, uh, you just mentioned it on the last. It's one word. Breaking. Breaking. I saw Breaking and yeah, uh, on the $3. Gotcha. I haven't gone back since then, but and I the did. And the Jesus movie. And the Jesus movie. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't gone back, but I do. I love the movies, so I'll go back. I'll go back maybe just to go watch uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any more on the music take? I mean, on the movie take? Those are the two. Those are the two. All right, um, last little bits for this for this uh, episode. Um, the construction, by the way, someone decided to bust off something outside. Well, he's a real man too. Uh -huh. Got on those white people sunglasses. <laughs> they got all the colors. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Exactly. The one they take, the they Oakley's? take. Yeah, and then they, 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 yeah, you know, <laughs> they be in their truck taking pictures, not smiling. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. He played baseball. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he got a, a MAGA bumps, bump, bumper 
sticker. Did you see a mega bump? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, he has just a bump. Is that anything yeah. similar to a bum bump? Yeah. What's that? You remember that Kevin Hart joke? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nasty. Um, uh, all right. So Kevin Hart is coming to town. Y'all going to go? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> You All know, right. I, I don't spend a lot on comedy specials or like comedians, like going to see shows and stuff like that. I just why not? You like them? I love them. I watch them on TV all the time, but I've never thought like, oh, let's go to the comedy store. Where is he? He's going store. to SoFi. I or, don't remember because it was too expensive for me. Yeah, yeah. See, like I've never thought like, oh, I want to go see them in an arena. Yeah, I, I like them at the. Man, I don't yeah, yeah, I like them at the comedy like comedy clubs. Yeah, yeah. like that's fun. That'd be cool. Yeah, it just never crosses my mind. Which it should. Yeah, um, I would rather. I'd love to see Chris Rock. Dude, I know he's touring. Cool. Yeah, that's my guy. I like Chris Rock. Maybe you can hit us with some Will Smith jokes. Okay. Is Will Smith back to y'all? I saw a sponsored ad with him the other day on Snapchat. I didn't he's back. He's back. Yeah. All right. Well, good for him. Uh, <laughs> if you if you like this episode, especially if you disagree with what we're saying please give us some education on what you think we may not know and if you do agree with us tell us some more about what we may not have spoken about by hitting us on instagram moi pod cast moi podcast that's on instagram find us on twitter somewhere moi underscore podcast that's it moi underscore podcast on youtube as well as the men on the internet podcast leave us a review on any of the audio streaming platforms if that is where you're listening and tell people this is a five-star podcast and with that being said we'll catch you guys on the flip side goodbye